In other news, Eraserhead is a great film. Eraserhead's a great I film. I love that film. And also, oh. Disorder is a great song by Joy Division. Yes. And lastly, Magnus Carlsen retained his title as World Chess Champion just today. That was so many topics at once, dude. Yeah. I don't even know which one to go to first. They're all important. Oh. They've been... Here's, you know, News of the World has been completed. Damn. That was like a that was like a blitz of, of interesting topics. It was. Okay. Um, I'm just going to say really quick, Eraserhead is probably... It's probably one of my favorite films. Wow, I didn't know that. It is, yeah. Um, yeah. Just because of how completely insane it is. <laughs> I, I, I recently re... My dad was watching it, and like I caught a little bit of it, and I was like, holy... F- this is amazing. Like, yeah, it's it's a completely bonkers film, like in every way. Um, but it's so... Everything that is done in it is done for to elicit like such a specific emotional response out of you as a viewer. Yeah. And I think that's why I love it so much. Like, oh my god! Like the moment. Sorry, this this episode's taking a, a really sharp turn here, but I'm just gonna fucking. No, let's talk about that for a little bit. Can we talk about it for yeah. a little bit? Is that fine? So the moment where they're carving the turkey and it starts bleeding, mm-hmm. you're like, "What the fuck is happening?" And then yeah. like you see the baby, and it's this like grotesque, like mm-hmm. writhing creature. Um, part well, part of what I love about that movie as well is actually reading about. Um, like scholarly work on it mm. and reading different people's interpretations of that movie and there's so many interesting things that have been said about it and that's that's part of why I love it is like the legacy that it's kind of left behind no I, I think it's great like like when I was when I watched some of those scenes again I was like oh my god like the fi- it's just it's basically it's just it's super relatable and it's super funny and it makes total sense to me now, like most of the mm-hmm. scenes, because it's just sort of like a dream language where yeah, yeah, yeah. You under, it's like he's presenting these feelings and ideas, but in a, in a more of a dream state. So like that turkey scene, it's like to me that could mean having a newborn child. You literally you see the turkey in a different way. Like right. you look at it and you're like, "Holy fuck! That's like the size of my baby. That's right. Me. That's like a fucking like." Animal. And it's like flesh. Yeah, and then also like when he's carving it, it's like he has this sort of desire. Part of him like just wants to kill the fucking baby. Right, because he's and like, "This baby's causing so much stress in my life." Yeah, and, and it would be like, easier if it was just like dead. Yeah, yeah. So it's dude. like so much of that film. I'm just like, damn, like. Fuck man, like yeah. There's so much metaphor baked into every single moment, and also like like the dream sequence within that movie is also completely insane and is like a moment. It's a moment where you're. It's like kind of hilarious because of just how completely nuts it is, like how his head is being used as an eraser and like like just how it pops off of his of his body. Mm. It's like. It's kind of funny, but it's also, like, super, like, weird and, like, horrifying. Yeah. Because his head's just, like, on the floor. Yeah. And there's, like, all these shots of it, and you're like, what is, well, like, what am I looking at? Mm. And, like, the lady in the radiator is, like, kind of goofy, but also, like, really creepy. Like, yeah. if you really, like, focus on her too much. Um, yeah, dude. God, yeah. No, she, that's, she's such an... Because it's, like... And her, like, her as a metaphor, too. It's so interesting. It's like, you grow up... You grew up with these, like, like, TV and media is sort of like medicine, I feel like, for people. Mm-hmm. It's like it, it cures things and, it, like, smooths things over. 
but it's like fake. It's like it's um, it's just not real. It, it's like candy. It's like yeah. It's not good for you in certain ways. Yeah. So it's like to me, she's like she's different thing. Like the film is so open to interpretation, but for me, it's like she's this you know Mickey Mouse. Oh God, I feel safe and I feel good now. Here's this reassuring pretty girl But because she has these huge cheeks It's like, yeah, she's not real though This is just like a dream This is just like TV This isn't, you know Yeah, this and is it's like, This is your happy place that's just fantasy Which is yeah. good, but also kind of not good maybe And it's crazy to see like the uh, fantasy and the reality Like smashed together into one image Right Because like, like her voice is nice and kind of cute And she's like singing and kind of like doing this little dance And it's like kind of hilarious But then she, yeah, like her her face is kind of like grotesque and weird and you're like i don't really know again you're like i don't really know what i'm looking at <laughs> like it's when so, you see it's her. so rich with because inter- also it's so rich with interpretation because also like like women are you know the market tries to sell them like you're not your value is your looks and you have yeah. to look this like wear these things and look this way mm-hmm. so the cheeks are also more of like this like extreme version of like you have to be something that's not real and like beyond reality and be like so overdone with whatever of your body or face right so it's like it's like the grotesque it's like taking that terrible um way that you know, markets try to sell the women being like, this is the logical end to that. Like, they become these disgusting, like, not real things. Right. Know? Which in turn is like being objectified and itemized and being used to sell that to other people. Yeah. So it like, it's like a cycle that kind of repeats itself. Um, God. Yeah. Like, all of these ideas I just, like, threw out there. Like, I literally just thought of them now. Yeah. Yeah. Because, man. like, because the film is that good that it, like, it's, it's like, so, like, layered with possible meanings. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, it's not, it's not like an artsy-fartsy film where it's, like, nothing makes sense and you can't even, like, really get any interesting interpretation. It's, like, no, you actually can get really interesting interpretation and it's, like, it all seems to be... Like really relatable for, yeah. me, for me anyway. So well, and that's what I like about that movie so much is that it it affects you even if you don't think about it super deeply. Like if you just watch that movie, like, and you have like no expectations, you're not thinking deeper about it. You're like, this is just a crazy nightmare hellscape of like this dude's like weak where it's just, like, the worst week of his life. Mm. And it's, like, shit's going wrong, and, like, he's having an awkward dinner, and he has this baby that, like, is just this thing that he can't control or, like, doesn't love. And you can look at it any way you want, and I feel like no matter... It's one of those rare movies where, like, no matter how you look at it, like, there's no wrong way to interpret it, in my opinion. No, yeah. Like, I if mean, like if you interpret it on like a visceral level, then it's like yeah, like it just creates this huge sense of unease and like unrest. But if you do go deeper and you look at the metaphors, then there's all of this context and like all of this subtext that you can pull out of it. Yeah, and it kind of it like kind of just goes forever, which is kind of cool. Like there's yeah. so much <laughs> there, um, and none of that and none of that interpretation is even wrong. Yeah, I think I've I've heard that his daughter, as an infant, had some sort of physical ailment that was uh, a little bit frightening to him. Okay. 
So, I, I, I mean, I think the film is just him getting out all these feelings and experiences into a film. Yeah. And a lot of it, I think, what is obviously like just the terror and awkwardness of being a young father. Right. And then the in-laws and then a kid that's like <laughs> a little bit physically, you know, not all there yet. Right. Like, anyway. And I mean, a lot of it, too, is about like basically feel like you're having your life taken away from you by like this thing that you can't control mm. because like you know he like he is young and he has a job but now it's like he's suddenly a father and he's suddenly thrust into this situation that he like wasn't ready for and didn't want but like he kind of like has to do it yeah and just like the horror that goes with that and just like like the horror of like lo- not like not only losing control but also like the horror of like this is your life now. Like, your life is different than what you thought it was going to be. And, mm-hmm. like, this is it. Like, this is you now. Um, and just, like, the, the the inability to escape from it. And also just, like, the existential dread of, like, any meaning that I thought my life had outside of this is gone. And, like, this is all it is now. Yeah, it is frightening. Yeah, because it's, like... At least having, this having a kid is very final. Your life is different. Yeah. And then also the same sort of finality or fear of like, holy shit, do I actually want to be with this woman for the rest of my life? Like, right, right. You know? Which also, I mean, that could also feed into the lady in the radiator being like kind of like this figure that is sort of like soothing and calming, but it's also like this kind of like weird like fucked up thing that he sort of wants but can never have but doesn't want it's like this amalgamation of all this like all these feelings kind of mashed into one thing um I mean that's again that's how you could read it potentially yeah um so Soriana Grande um (laughs) (laughs) oh god so like so like Ariana Grande broke up with her boyfriend or some shit oh my god yeah go watch Eraserhead just fucking do it get really drunk or or don't watch it sober fuck it dude just watch Eraserhead just fucking do yourself a favor you'll never see anything else like it just go watch it please um ugh yeah, it's it's for sure one of my favorite movies. Like I think and I think I realized this too just really quickly before we move on. A lot of times when I like I'll like credit something's merit when it makes me like feel something. Oh yeah. Not to not to be like I don't feel anything. <laughs> but, like you know like when a when a work like really like moves me or it really makes me think about shit or it makes me feel things on a on a deep level yeah when it really like takes you out of your element and it puts you in another place like that's when i really feel like things have value that's a really good that's a really good such a good way of describing that like yeah the way you articulated that that's exactly like why i like art and why art is meaningful yeah same and I mean, like, art can do it in any number of ways. Like, it can do it visually. It can do it auto, like, yeah, through audio. Like, it literally trans, like, ports you. Like, you're not even. You just you forget about time and space and where you are. And yeah, you're just totally immersed in something else. Yeah, and I mean, as someone who makes art too, 
that's I think that's the the surest sign that I'm making something that matters to me is when time just like loses its meaning when I'm making something. Yeah. Um and that's that's actually why I get really nervous whenever I practice music or when I like get in the zone is cuz I totally lose sense of time. Like I'll just I can practice something for a really long time and not realize how much time has passed. Yeah. Um so, you know, it's a real thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, and that's, and that's, you know, with music too, that's the same way. I think that the music that I've really enjoyed on this podcast and outside of it is music that has really, uh, you know, really moved me in a, in a way that is transportive, but also emotional, uh, to some degree, whether it's happiness or anger or sadness, you know, something that takes you out of where you are and puts you somewhere else <clears throat> or thankfulness yeah or thankfulness to be on to the next <laughs> yes sorry as was... we go on to the next song on the... <laughs> <clears throat> that's right that's right so ariana grande man make him well not making us necessarily feel things but opening the gateway to us feeling things it's nice and that was only the number one song. Yeah, no, she's making millions of dollars. <laughs> That's what she's making. Which could physically be transporting her to uh, other places. Other, yeah, countries. Like Hawaii or... Anyway. Um, not to say that Ariana Grande shouldn't take vacations if she needs them, but, you know. Oh, no, she works hard. She needs Yeah, vacations. she works hard. 40s are 40s. 